guys, this is Joy. And this is Claire. And we're wondering if you say New Hampshire or New Hampshire. I don't think anyone in the world says New Hampshire. <laughs> unless they've never seen the word or heard it pronounced before. Not Shire, Sarah yeah, that's, says. Because we have... <laughs> Okay, but it's kind of like when you were posting about vague and vag. Oh, yeah. Vag? A lot of people. Uh, this week I posted an Instagram story that broke the internet about how you pronounce the word vague. Obviously, I say it vague. Oh, you say vague? Vague. Yeah, vague. Vague. I say vague. That's, I mean, is that not what I'm saying? No, you're just saying vague. 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 Okay. I was like, okay, does it rhyme more closely with leg or bag and people were like losing their minds and so many people were like no no no, it rhymes with plague I'm like no but if you mispronounce vague you also mispronounce plague if you say vague vag you also say plague <laughs> so oh, that is so not the funny. correct litmus test uh, shout out to Tina and JK who both sent me voice memos explaining their way of, of I loved it. and Catherine did too and yes. it was so fun to hear so Catherine's funny. Irish accent I was like oh my gosh that's what she sounds like <laughs> Totally. It was so great. And people were shook that leg was the front winner. But yeah, vague. But leg. Vague. Vague. Leg. Yeah. And as a side note, if you're actually anyone can send us voice memo on Instagram, so please do. But especially if you are not from the American accent people, <laughs> you just have. Say that. Some, <laughs> well, because you could be like. You you could have a dot anyway. Yeah. If you have like a fun accent, I would love to hear it. But you, like you yourself, don't think you have an accent. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yes. When I hear you, you have an accent. <laughs> it was funny because J.K. sent me sent a voice memo, and he was like, "Okay, but I say leg, like leg, and leg, like, not leg. No, not leg, leg, leg." And I was like, "It sounds like you're saying leg with like four G's, leg, leg." Yeah. Would love to know that, and it was the this whole thing started because I was in a meeting with a woman who I know is from the Midwest. She said "vag." She's like, "Yeah, it's really vag," and I was like, "Oh, huh? It's not how I normally hear that word pronounced." So my friend from grad school is in Montana. She lives in Montana, and she says "bag" for bag. Yeah, bag. Yeah, bag. Bag. Big, yeah. Brandon, being from Wisconsin, uh, goes the other direction. And I think this is like the Midwest people will fight about this. Sometimes it is bag, but Brandon says instead, he says everything like bag. So like he says vag, he says plat, like more, like it's not exactly vag, but it's more like that. It tends more towards uh-huh. that pronunciation. Oh, Everything see, this is where is I get like into the like the nuances of all the accents, even within the United States, just kills me. I have a friend on the East Coast who says instead of hot dogs, it's hot dogs, hut like hot dogs, like hot dogs. I don't like <laughs> yeah, and I think he's from Connecticut, so you hut could dogs. Connecticut can people weigh in, but it's the weird like it's so it's cute because I'm like oh we all just have these weird little pockets of words that we say differently. That reminds me of the beginning of Best in Show, where he's doing the ventriloquist. Doesn't he try to say hot dog and he can't get it? He's like a hot dog. Yeah. Hot dog. (laughs) Such a good movie. So good. So I just really... Oh, yeah. The Virginia people who say Washington. (laughs) Virginia people. Okay, but so if you guys don't know what we're talking about, we like talk about these other people. We have a live, like almost like a chat room on the side of our recording so that people are kind of like interacting in real time. If you ever want to join us, it's super fun. We we don't see your face. You don't have to talk. It's literally like you're in a chat room. Just sort of like. It's very low stakes for you. You don't have to do anything, but just you you don't even have to join the chat. You can just read the chat. But we really. So if you ever hear us just talking, all of a sudden we 
stop and read a message, that's what we're doing. That's what's going on. And we have been doing for the past year, and I love it. I don't think we're going to ever go back to just us. (laughs) Susan Antibias said, the Virginia people who say Washington, but the first time they wrote it, they spelled it, they like, it was just sort of a jumble of words. And I was sitting here, I was like, what does that say? (laughs) I know, I was like, what word are they talking about? This is something I am unfamiliar with. Washington. Yeah, Washington. Yeah. I had a... Um, oh, Kelly yeah. says, my dad will do it intentionally to annoy me. He'll be like, I'm going to wash the squirsh. Wash the squirsh. I had a middle school teacher, or the home ec, middle school home ec teacher said that. And she said, spatula. Oh, spatula. And like, because we're having home ec, she's like, you're going to take your spatula. Yeah, yeah. Like, Ryan's a bachelor. Yeah. Kim said the amount of times I've been asked to say car in my Boston accent, I wish so bad you could do it right now. Yeah, it's do. the Call best. In. It reminds me of click and clack. Ka. It's yeah, just a ka. Click and clack. <laughs> I know. Oh, it all started R-I-B. with them. It really I did. Know. It's true. Catherine says there's a guy on Instagram who gets his Boston fiance to say all sorts of words and he pretends like he can't understand her. <laughs> That's <laughs> It's great. I love it. So here we are. How is skiing? You just, you literally just walked in the door. Hot off the presses. I still got my base Hot off the on. press. I did take off my snow pants, but that's only because I didn't want to spill on them because I don't like washing my snow pants. It's very fun. Today was the first day of ski school. As you guys know, we do, oh, River just came in. Hi, River. We do ski school, uh, like an eight week ski school session with uh, the kids at our local little mountain and it's every last year we did it on Saturdays this year we're doing it on Sundays which I already like way more because it was like last year we would get home on Friday night and immediately have to go into like prep for getting up super early Saturday morning and getting all the ski stuff together because taking your whole family skiing I mean like you can have everything kind of staged but it does take you have there's a lot to collect there's a lot of supplies a lot of gear it's a lot of yeah, gear it's a lot of, a lot gear. of snacks it's a lot of little yeah. things that you can forget like mittens and yeah neck gaiters and little things yeah and it's not so, fun if you forget something like no, that when you're skiing yeah it's really not and if you have to like <laughs> it's not like oh i forgot my beach cover up it's like right. oh i could live it's with not that like, oh no big deal i forgot my water bottle it's like no if you forgot a glove you are now purchasing a pair of 60 dollar gloves at the gift shop on yeah. mountain where everything is four yeah. times as expensive as it's supposed to be what was the thing that you had to buy evie because she barfed on Base it layer. An entire oh, that's right. base layer set. Yeah. Oh, do you still have those? Still Tragic. using them? Oh yeah, still have them. When she How grows much out were of they? I'm gonna just frame them. Like over a hundred dollars. Oh. Yeah. And which is painful because you work for a company I work that provides for a base layer company. <laughs> Could get it for free. <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm just like, that's oh, the so ridiculousness brutal. of life. Sometimes life is just so. If you have to I laugh, have to replace for like on mountain. Get you know the prices yeah. when you get up there are so expensive. Anyway, so we had ski school. It was great. It's really, it's cloudy out, which I hate. I need the sun. I need blue sky. Mm-hmm. I cannot do the clouds, but it is warmish. Like it's in the 40s. So yeah. even up at Eldora, it was actually really, it was in the upper, mid and upper 30s and wasn't too windy. Eldora is famous for being very windy. So it wasn't windy. It was not too cold. Really good first day of ski school. This year, we only put miles in ski school. Last year, we did both kids and Evie got nothing out of it. Every single day, ski school starts at nine. Every single day by like 10, we'd be getting a call from the lesson coordinator being like, hey, we have Evie here. She's just like not really upset. And we'd have to go Like the up. surf instructor where yeah. he's like, you're just, just like that. <laughs> she, that girl does not want to take a lesson. She doesn't, but she does good with karate or taekwondo. Oh, maybe you just rolled she your eyes. Does, but like I'm right there. Okay. You know, yeah. like, I'm watching her the whole time. And so it's like when, if we're, if I'm trying to do my own thing, like Brandon and I last year, we would try to go skiing while the kids were skiing. No, she's not into that. Oh, right, right, right. So you got to be, 
I got to be in the vicinity. Monitoring the situation. Which is fine. I mean, yeah. she's four years yeah. old. Like, it's she's young. And the our thing before, like, really at any point, but Miles is eight, obviously, and he's finally, like, the second half of last year and then this year, he's finally kind of taking his own independent interest in skiing. And so my goal as a parent who wants my child to be involved in skiing is just, like, I don't really, I'm not trying to get them at at four, certainly. I'm not trying to have her be an expert skier. Like, I'm not that person who wants my kid on the Black Diamonds at in kindergarten. If you are that person and that is your kid, amazing. That is not my kid. Those are not my kids. And I just want them to have a positive association with it. Like, I just don't want them to feel like I'm forcing them to do it. Yeah, of I course. I want them to be super fun. fun. To building right. confidence and, so and if the we're skill. Out there and Evie is tired and cold, like, great, we're going to go in. I'm not going to force yeah. you to do one more run. We're going to yeah. go in. We're going to get hot right. chocolate. I want you to enjoy this. Because then it's an enjoyable experience for both of you, <laughs> unless yeah, you're just like fighting the whole time. Right. And that means as she gets older and she wants to do it more, then like naturally she'll want to improve yeah, at it. Cause she's totally. like, oh, this is a fun thing. As yeah. opposed to like, oh, this is something that I'm forced to do and I'm very, and I'm cold, but my mom won't let me go inside. So um, we, all that to say, we did not put Evie in ski school this year. So we're just skiing with her, which is fine. So we did, we took like two little runs, got some hot chocolate, went back out, took one more little run and like, all of that in like three hours. So <laughs> slow pace, but it was really fun. So that'll be our Sundays for the next eight weeks, I guess. I mean, I know why they don't start ski school any earlier than this. Part of it is because there's not always that much snow, mm-hmm. but also because, you know, we ha- we just had the holidays and then we had MLK Day and those are really busy weekends. So they kind right. of take, and then we also don't have ski school President's Day weekends because they're just like, it's too, mi- too much volume. They kind of wait until the holidays pass to start ski school. I am so over winter already. It's only January. Normally I have a lot more stamina for winter. I don't know what it is. This we've had it last year. We had a gray January. This year, January has been so great. I can't do it. I can do cold. I cannot do gray. I need the sun. Is Taekwondo all year? Yeah. Is that something you just consistently do? Yeah. Yeah. There's no off season, which is nice. Yeah. Because it's kind of like a yoga class or something. Like you're going to go two or three times a week. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And it's a little more formal than that. Like you do like have levels that you go through and you're, you're like, we have a belt test coming up this week testing for our brown belts, which is a big deal. But so every like two to four months you have to like level up. Other than that, yeah, there's not like a season or off season, which is also nice because there's no like games or tournaments. You know, there's no like championship. Yeah. One of my favorite things about doing Taekwondo with the family and Miles doing Taekwondo is that there's no games. Yeah. Like, once oh or twice gosh. a year we'll have a tournament, but it's optional. And I'm not like sitting out in the hot blazing sun for eight hours on a Saturday. Oh my gosh. As he like yeah. works his way through the soccer bracket or like baseball. God, baseball takes forever. Well, one of my good friends, her daughter's in volleyball right now. Like they spend their entire weekends, 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. in like these ongoing tournaments, like all day. Their whole weekend is just eaten up. You know, she'll be texting me. She like shows me the courts, and she's like, "There's like hundreds of people playing at a time." Like that. That sounds exhausting. Just exhausting. So shout out to the, the sport parents. Seriously, <laughs> shout out to those parents who do like the travel leagues, all that stuff. I mean, who knows? I will probably be eating my words one day because Miles will get like really into lacrosse or something, and like next thing we know, we'll be doing that. But for yeah. now, it's really for nice. now. You're just school basking. Much of a commitment as I can do, which is a lot. It's every Sunday, but it's like for three hours. And then and then I get to ski while he's doing that. I don't have to like sit in the bleachers and like, yeah, that's uh, yeah. And we have a belt test coming up this week. The So we do American style Taekwondo. My whole family does it. Evie is in like the preschool class. Miles, Brandon and I are all at the same belt level. I think it's 15 
before you get to black belt, it's a lot. It's about four years if you like go through the program all the way and like do it at the cadence they have designed, which is a lot less than some others. Like for example, like getting your black belt and like Brazilian jiu-jitsu can take like 10 years. Their belt stages are also a little bit less formal. For us, like every two months, you go through a curriculum cycle, you test, and then you move on into the next curriculum cycle. And every test is cumulative. So like we have a test coming up on Tuesday and I need to be able to recall three and a half years of curriculum or two and a half years of curriculum. We're about to test for a brown belt. After brown belt, you have high brown belt, conditional black belt, and then black belt. So we are a little bit less than a year and a half away from our first degree black belt, which is sort of like, it sounds cool, but when you actually are in martial arts, you realize that getting your black belt is sort of the equivalent of like getting your high school diploma. Like all of this means- I was going to say, I'm like, that sounds really impressive. And you're like, it's so much work. It's so much <laughs> work. Get. And also all it basically means is like, you have been taught the foundational things of this martial art form. Like it doesn't, like, yes, you have to have some level of skill in order to do that. But there's no, by the time you get to black belt, you really haven't mastered anything. You've just sort of like done the gen ed. It's like an associate's degree. Like you have finished the first two years of your college. You are like, you've done your general whatever. And now you get to go and like, like if you get to second degree black belt, that gets a little bit more specialized. You get like more into technique, more into like different types of, like you do a little bit more stuff that's like jujitsu inspired. But for Taekwondo, for this style of American Taekwondo, every curriculum cycle, you have a set of combos, which is basically like, I mean, it's kind of exactly what it sounds like. It's like like a dance eight count, maybe like a dance eight count, like two to five moves kind of in a row. And then you have forms, which is like a dance routine that's mm-hmm. maybe like takes one to five minutes. Then you just kind of like keep stacking those on and they get like a little bit more complex as you go. And a little, also a little bit more like applicable. So the idea is like in these combos, this is actually a combo you could do if you were in a sparring match and it like would work if your opponent didn't block you in this very predictable way. <laughs> if they weren't like, oh my gosh, I think they're about to do green belt number three. I'm just going to put my arm up. <laughs> <laughs> and I've kind of like after my last first and only tournament have decided that I'm not really interested in getting better at sparring. Like it's fun. It's a fun release. It's like I enjoy it sometimes. But the truth is like because I, I've talked about this a lot because I'm often sparring teenagers. I'm too old for that. Right. I enjoy sparring adults who know how to who like know where their bodies are in space. I was sparring this kid a couple weeks ago and he is like pretty flexible, pretty quick. And he just like thinks he knows everything. You know, he's at that age. He's like, yeah, he, he, he's kind of like got it all figured out. And he almost kicked me in the face so many times. And I finally stopped him and I was like, dude, you need to get yourself under control because you should not be, first of all, hitting that hard regardless. You are not fighting for your life right now. Like you should be able to control yourself so that you're not hitting so hard. And also you should not be aiming for my face. And he was like, well, normally when I aim for people's faces, it like they back off and then I go in for something else. I'm like, I don't care. You cannot aim for the face. And I'm just a tiny little woman. Yeah, and I am someone's yeah. mother. Please do not hit me in the face. Yeah, and he was like, "Well, you know," and he like tried to explain it, and I was like, "I know I'm not." This is not up for you. discussion. You're like yeah. a 15 year old guy. You know, yeah. you've grown eight yeah. inches in the last year. You don't know where your end, your edges are. Like that's fine. He, you know, he kind of was just trying to be like, "Well, I just blow." I'm like, I don't care. You cannot fight like that. Like you cannot spar like that. You think you're like showing off and being like so fast and strong, and you basically are just flailing around. That is what I and he is someone who like I know even though he was kind of like, "Well, I'm just," I knew he was mature enough that I could call him out and be like, "Hey, dude, stop." doing that. This is not what this is for. Most of the guys in there, I cannot do that too. I can't be like, hey, cut it out because they're just not like it just wouldn't land. That is why I'm not. I'm just like, I don't I don't want to spar. I don't want to just keep getting whacked. I don't want to just keep getting hit in the face. And it's not because I'm bad at it. It's 
a combination of like these these kids who just like don't know how to restrain themselves. So when I have the chance to spare adults, it's fun. But I am enjoying like learning more forms. And it's just like, it's good. I think it's good for me to like, have an opportunity to have to remember stuff like this. Like when was the last time? It's that challenging like, your brain. Uh, yeah. So true. So true. Like, yeah. I am working off flashcards here. Like when was the last time you did something where you were getting tested like that in, you know, like unless you're somebody no. who's, who yeah. has to get recertified for, for something for your job regularly. Right. Oh, you had to get yeah. recertified for your job. What was it like a year ago? Oh my gosh. That and was you were like, so crazy. <laughs> And then I was like, so mad that I got so close. I was like, I don't know if I should be so disappointed that I only missed it by a point or really amazed that I only missed it by a point since I haven't taken a test like this in like 20 years. The closest thing I can think of is like when I had to learn the dance routine back in May, but that wasn't a test. I mean, the yeah, test was sitting on stage and like hoping that you don't make me feel kind of like, oh. I'm yes. This, this part of my brain. You know what it reminds me of is in CrossFit when um, I remember some of the coaches would have you just to like warm up your brain, especially early in the morning. They would make us hold a lacrosse ball in our non-dominant hand and just bounce it against the wall, and so until you got better at it, totally, just to kind of like Imme- your brain yeah, and bit, then you yeah. just immediately notice how quick you would improve. And I loved that exercise because it really does make you think. Okay, I got to like challenge my brain coordination here. I think we should do that more often. <laughs> It was good. But exercises like that are really hard. It really makes us, it totally makes me appreciate too of like how much we need that. And then especially as you get older, when I'm like, oh, I'm forgetting words. What is that about? And I don't want to lose my, like those little apps on, you can get any of those apps that train your brain. I really like those. They kind of stress me out, but they're fun. (laughs) Like the body awareness of being like, okay, if I want, whether it's a dance comp, you know, dance routine or a taekwondo combo or a, if you're working out, you're doing Pilates, whatever, like, and you're learning a new, new movement pattern, that moment of being like, why can I not get my body to do that? Like, there's a couple combos where there's like a jump spin kick, like you're kind of like rotating and jumping at the same time. There are so many times where I'm just standing there and I have to close my eyes and be like, okay, I'm going to turn and I'm going to jump and I'm going to land on that. Okay, here I go. Like my body does not want to do it. And I try it and I'm like, why am I, why am I getting so turned around right now? But I like coordination wise, or is it just like a physically? Yeah. Like, I mean, there's a lot of physical things too. Like I'm not flexible, blah, blah, blah. But it's like coordination wise where I'm like, why can I not, I can watch someone else do it. And I'm like, oh yeah, got this. And then I go to do it and I'm like, which leg do I land on? Like, yeah. So it's- or it's kind of like, it's funny how even when we were younger, when we were more coordinated, like today, Scott will, you know, walk by a basketball court and see you guys playing basketball. And he'd be like, oh, I could go play with them. Like, no, you couldn't. I mean, he's he used to be really good. And I'm sure if he played consistently, like on a league and got better, he would get that back. But it's so funny how we think in our brain. Like even when I was doing dance last year, I was like, oh, I got this. And I'm like, wow, it really takes a while to kind of get back in the set. But your brain is so like, I used to be good at this. I mean, I can't imagine being like a professional athlete and then just kind of like not doing that sport for a while. And in your brain, you're still Michael Jordan, top of the totally. top of game. You know, I think there's like some parts of it where you have, you kind of always have that part in your brain. Like it doesn't occur to you. I mean, it's very user to lose it, but then you try to get back into it and you're like, oh, I got this. And then you do it and it's like, what happened? Where does that part of your brain go? But I also think, I, I think about like being a CrossFit and being with adults who clearly did gymnastics. 
And there are certain things that your body just doesn't lose if you've done them enough times over time and then eventually you're like, oh, okay. It just, you kind of got to like knock off the dust. It's not gone. So I want to read some of the questions that have been coming through in the chat because there's some good conversations going on. First one is Catherine asked if we have a countdown for Ireland yet. I wouldn't say it's like a technical countdown. We should probably do a day's countdown. But as far as registering, they have until March, right? Is March the deadline? It looks like, according to Google, we have 152 days from the time of this recording. That's going to be soon. That's yeah, very and you soon. have until March technically to sign up. So, um, I believe the final final date. I think it's like it would be three. It's ninety days prior. So it's like March twentieth. I think is the very last day you can sign up because we this trip starts on June. right around St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> yeah. So celebrate St. Patrick's Day by signing up for our by, yeah. We have 152 days until June 21st, which is when we leave. And Scott is going, and he actually might go a few days early because Pearl Jam is playing. I'm like, you do you, buddy. You can- like I am so excited for, for you. I love that for you. You can do whatever you want. And then someone was asking about Saltburn, which I've not watched this movie yet. I've heard a lot of things, a lot of things about it. One of the actors hosted SNL this week. I will say they flashed a scene like while he was doing his monologue that was so disturbing. <laughs> but I'm like, A, I don't know how they got away with this on SNL. But I don't know if, do I want to watch this movie? Like someone weigh in because <laughs> it looks like it. I, I'm like, oh, well, now I can't unsee that. I guess I should just watch the movie. I'm not super clear. I did a little Google search when the the actor was on because I was like, oh, I don't recognize this guy. But I did recognize Renee Rapp, who was the musical guest. And she is phenomenal. She's uh, she plays Regina George in the new Mean Girls musical movie, which was which you saw fantastic. Yeah, I saw it. and It was great. It's so good. I can't wait to see it again. I will absolutely go again. It's a it's a rewatch movie. Some of the critics, I, I didn't, I really didn't understand the critics. I didn't understand the people who were saying that it was bad. I, I have no idea what they're talking about. And I'm a pretty, I don't know. I feel like there's some movies where I'm like, eh, whatever, it wasn't that great. I went in with, not to say I had low expectations thinking it was going to be horrible, but I was like, how can you really capture that musical in a movie? This is not supposed to be, yeah. Like, yeah. Not, my life is not going to be changed by this. Exactly. I kind of went in being like, I want to see it. I want to support the arts. I really love Mean Girls. I love Tina Fey. Like, that was kind of my mindset. I was very pleasantly surprised. I thought it was fantastic. And I thought they did an amazing job doing like homage, paying homage to the original movie and then the musical, like the whole combination of what they did to kind of put some Easter eggs in there. So if you really, really knew the material, it was like, that was for you. The actors were phenomenal. I mean, it was just like all around. I was like 10 out of 10. This was great. I left that movie theater being like, that was fantastic. I was like bouncing in my seat. It was just so much fun. So much fun. So highly recommend that you see it. Renee Rapp does such a good job playing Regina George. And it's, it was funny because some of the critics that were saying bad things about it were like, oh, it's, it was almost like they were comparing it to the movie. And I was like, do they not understand that this was the musical? Like, did they not? I'm sure they did understand that, but it was a very weird. Right. It's like, you can't compare apples to oranges here. Yeah. Zero made zero sense to me. It's almost like they were just trying to like dish up controversy just to be like, I'm a bad, you know, I'm going to say bad things right. about this. But I know I, I read a couple of things that were like, the world really didn't need another Mean Girls remake. I'm like, another remake? We haven't had any remakes. Bring it back. No we remakes. We need more Mean yeah. Girls things. No one is not asking for this. I do. I am excited to see it. The actor that plays Damien is, I mean, the additions that he does to that character are like chef's kiss. It's 
It's so good. It's so good. I do think that would be one really hard thing as an actor would be having to like revise a cult classic movie where you know that everybody who's like a diehard has seen it so many times and there's there's all these iconic characters that you have to try to like somehow make your own. That would be really hard, really challenging. Yeah, that had to be really challenging, but they just they completely nailed it. And I love going to Broadway shows, and I love musicals. So I was just like, I was fully in on this whole thing. And then of course, Busy Phillips plays Regina George's mom. And she did a great job. I think she nailed it. I'm just and of course, like Tina Fey's in it. And you know, like, Tim Meadows is in it. And it's just they do these really cute, almost like closing the loop of some things that like, not were left hanging. But it's really, it's really cute. Like if you really know being girls, you'll pay attention to that stuff. Okay, what else? What else are we saying? Have you seen any other? Did we already talk a little bit about the Oscar movies? I feel like we did. last. We week. did last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the fact that I haven't really watched many of them, but we do want to see Four Things. Is that what it's called? Four Things? Yes. With, yeah. Mm-hmm. With, yeah, yeah, there's a Lindsay Lohan cameo in the Mean Girls movie. It's just oh. like, it's so good. And the oh, cameo is like, the cameo comes at like the perfect time where like when it happens, you're like so excited about it. <laughs> it's just so fun. <laughs> I loved when we saw Mean Girls the musical last year. The actress who played Janice was so amazing. Her so voice good. was yeah. amazing. Yeah. 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 So, so was fun. the movie. I can't wait to see it. Okay. Before we move on, let's take a quick break. Our sponsors this week are, you guessed it, Ned, the makers of our favorite CBD products. This week, I have been drinking my Shut Eye Chai, which Scott's really funny. He's like, what are you drinking? He He's kind of interested in this. I made him a chai the other night, and he was very excited about it. He's like, is this going to put me to sleep right away? I'm like, you're going to be fine. Because I think I had him drink it at like 6 p.m. He's like, is this going to pass? No, you're not going to like pass out. But you do have to time it if you're going to do a, a nighttime beverage, because if you're anything like me, you get up in the middle of the night. So I drink my beverage around 6 p.m., 7 p.m. It's delicious. I also have been using the sleep blend, and I also got the stress blend. So you can go to helloned.com forward slash joy. Use discount code joy for 15% off your first order. All of their products are wonderful. Uh, Claire, did you get the Mellow to do the uh, okay, Sleepy Girl cocktail? Yeah, I did. The Pomegranate Mellow. Here's a call out I have to let people know, though. I am loving it. I will say I am sensitive to the taste of sweeteners, and it is sweetened with monk fruit. So if that is a thing for you, I just want to put that out going into it. It does have that little bit of like a monk fruit taste. Okay. Which I was not ready mm-hmm. for. I don't. I I got over it. You figure out like when you're going to mix your little like sleepy girl right. cocktail. It all works out in the end. But if you are sensitive to monk fruit, it does have a little monk fruit too. The pomegranate flavor does. I have not noticed that with the other flavors. I was going to say like the plain flavor. I guess I think yeah, they call even it naked. The lemon and the lavender. I yeah. haven't noticed it with the pomegranate. Yeah. Truly, the naked flavor. You don't taste anything. So if that's kind of not your jam, just, but like, they add have it to your tea at the end of the night. Yeah. So. Brandon and I have both been doing it before bed, having like our little sleepy girl mm-hmm. mocktails. Brandon has a hard time staying asleep and he will really, he, Brandon takes some meds for ADHD that like stimulate him and kind of can keep his brain turned to, to on at night. And this is like the perfect balance. Not a doctor, but if that is something you struggle with, like Brandon, where you take something throughout the day that 
is a little bit of a stimulant, this takes the edge off for him. So give it a shot. So you can go to helloned.com, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com forward slash joy and use discount code joy for 15% off your first order. Thank you guys so much for supporting the brands that support our podcast. We love Ned. We know their products are high quality and they have supported us for a long time. So thank you for checking them out. Kim asked, Joy, have you tried out the new dryer brush that you bought and posted on IG? Wondering your thoughts about it. Okay, so a couple of weeks ago, I was at, <laughs> let me get prepared. I've been in this, not rut with my hair, but I just like whenever I have my sh- hair short, when I cut it like really, really short, I always do my hair, which is a lot of the reason why I do, I cut my hair. Cause it like kind of forces me to do a hairstyle. When it's longer, anything that's like, po- I can, when I, once I can put it into a ponytail, it's like, oh, I'm just going to put it in a ponytail and I never actually do a hairstyle. Like even for, I just, air dry product, air dry done, which I guess one could argue is a hairstyle, but let's be honest. For me, I'm just like trying to, do the quickest route. So I've been really interested in these blow dryer hair brushes that, you know, you can do curl with and do like a blowout. But I know that for someone like me who has thinner hair, it's not like super thin, but it's thinner, definitely thinner to where if you get the wrong bristles or like something that's going to has like really high heat, I'm just going to like completely sizzle my hair off my head. And I was just really scared to use any of them. So I was at Ulta the other week and I was just kind of talking through some of the brushes with some of the gals and the hairstylists were coming out and kind of doing some demos. And there's this one that I got. It's the brand is called Lange, L-A-N-G-E. So I really like it. The reason I chose that one is because it has a bunch of it has a it has different heat settings. So it's not just like all or nothing. So I could do low heat. It has a cool setting. So I could really kind of play around. So it's not like just burning my hair. And then the bristles are really soft. So it's not like those metal bristles that kind of like really grip your hair that if you have really thick hair, you probably need that because it's like it, that will smooth out your hair and have like a better grip. But this is just really gentle. I really like it. The one that I got too is kind of like this weird teardrop shape. So you can kind of like when you put it, I know this is hard to talk about on a podcast, but like when you put it up to your head, it like lifts the root really high. And then when you twist it, it does like a curl. I've been using it for the past week. The girls were like, the people at the uh, salon were like, use it for a week. If you get a tool, you have to use it every single day for a week. Like don't just like, don't just intermittently use it because then you're not going to get good enough with it. And then you're going to be like, I'm just not going to do it anymore. They're like, please use it every day. And then you'll become more of a habit. You'll get better at it. So I've been using it every single day and I like it. So obviously with these tools, you have to get your hair mostly dry. So you can't, these don't dry your hair completely. That would take, A, it would take forever. B, it would be horrible on your hair. Just like a regular hair dryer. You're not supposed to start with like dripping wet hair. If this is news to you, let us know. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Rough dry, you do like a rough dry, meaning you get hair like just kind of blow dry your hair haphazardly. And then I leave it around 80% dry. And then I do the blow dry brush and I really like it. So I'm not going for like big curls. I'm just going for a blowout look. So I'm kind of still getting used to it, but I would recommend it. People, they also were demoing the Dyson, which looks amazing, but I don't need that many tools. Like there's all these attachments and I have a Dyson dryer. Those are not cheap. Scott got it for me like five years ago. That's I love it. Huge fan of the Dyson dryer because it does dry your hair really quickly. And it has, again, a lot of settings so you don't fry your hair. I feel like we need to have uh, our Acton Acre gal on again. <laughs> Helen back on to talk. I, I love Helen. Yes. I know. I had asked her about heat styling and she basically was like, you know, just do what you can for the health of the rest of your hair and yes. your scalp because your actual hair is dead. 
is dead. So yes. You just, yeah. you know, maybe you need to use a little bit more conditioner to like try to keep it right. from getting frizzy or whatever. I have just the cheapy Revlon hair dryer brush and I've had it for years. I love it. I have really thick hair, but it also does have a low, medium and high setting. And I've even used it on Evie's hair and she has like pretty thin, fine hair. Again, like get it to where your hair is just kind of like clammy and then go from there. But I'm not yeah. using on Evie's hair all the time. So I can't speak to right. like, That's the, thing. the damage right. you doing. <laughs> Well, I think, too, is people not, I think it's, I'm really careful about it because my hair is thinner. So you use like a heat protector. So you put that in before you do any heat styling, which I like hot toddy. I also like the Redken. There's a Redken one. There's a couple. There's I'm, there's so many. I like the Kristen S line at Target. All of her products are really great. But yeah, so like the main thing with anything, which not a hairstylist, not a professional, but they always tell you, you know, don't leave the heat on your hair for very long because that's what ruins your hair. So I'm learning the journey, but I'm really excited for it because I, I think the thing with like round brushing that I always hated was like holding two things, like the dryer and the round brush at the same time. I could never feel like I was getting like a good angle. I felt like I couldn't figure out and I was always getting hair caught in the brush. I probably had the wrong brush, but this is like perfect because you can just comb it out. I feel like Ariel with a little fork of just like, (laughs) but yeah, so that's been a fun journey. I also know that the um, dry bar, there's also a dry bar with, I can't remember the name of it. It's like a half something hot shot or something like that, that they have. People love that one too. But I went for like middle road pretty easy. I think it was like around a hundred bucks. There's a huge range that you could, I just chose to kind of like stay between, I don't know, 50 and hundred bucks is right, what I was willing to spend. You don't need like a salon. Yeah, you really don't. Yeah. But I do, I will say the Dyson, they were doing that, the Dyson hair dryer, all the attachments, which looked pretty cool. I mean, I, if I was like in maybe the biz that had to do a bunch of different hairstyles, but I was like, I don't think I'm going to use all these attachments. And it's like $600. Right. And like you work so. from home and like, yeah, you're not trying to go out Who there. are we trying to impress here? You're not Although, sunset. Right. Although, you know, I do feel like some days I get really sad that I'm like, why don't I dress? Why can't I wear these sequin pants pants out in, you know, Denver, Colorado? I do wish there's times when I wish I had a life where I could like wear stuff like that. (laughs) We've talked about having a party every year or maybe even twice a year. That's like the wear the thing you want an excuse to wear, like wear the thing you need an excuse to buy party because so many things will pop up and I'll be like, man, I do like there was this pair of overalls from free people that were sequin, like a sequin like a romper, but it really was like an overall. And I was like, man, in another world, another life, I would be wearing these sequin overalls. And I was like, I just want to have a party where I can wear, where like once a year you can splurge on that thing that you're like, yeah. so I wish I would could own that and I just don't have any reason to. Exactly. Yeah. Like where that party would come in. Yeah. It's kind of like um, when friends, the episode where they all just wore wedding dresses because they were like, we want to be married and we all just like, they all rented wedding dresses and just had a party together, which was so cute. I mean, why not? I think about like, I'm always on rent the runway too. Like if I'm, I almost, I almost did a dress on rent the runway for my brother's change of command ceremony, but um, all the fun things on there where I'm like, wow, that would be really fun. Cause if I think, I have always wanted, well, I guess I've worn a sequin dress before, but something like super fun in sequins is just, I'm like dying to, to wear something like that. I have this gold sequin dress 
Do you remember that? Dress? Yes. I don't yes. Know what to it. I think I must. What I mean, happened it wouldn't to fit it? Anymore. Didn't we wear that for one of our photo shoots? I wore yes. my sequin dress. And, yes, and we wore it, it with so like. Fun. I wore it for my bachelorette party. I wore it like to New Year's. Like you find a reason if you have something like that in your closet, you find time. To do it. <gasps> what if we did that at Ireland one night? I mean, I'll be doing that for the Taylor Swift concert. But like, what if we did that yeah. one night at Ireland, like for dinner, like just like bring a fun is, dress? That would be really fun. <laughs> Although I feel like we should do something like if like in Denver, like a maybe we should host a, meet a podcast up. party, like a meetup. It's like where your thing let's do that let's speaking do that meetups. i really i need something to look forward to before yes. the summer spring yes okay, okay. Speaking, speaking of, meetups. of meetups this might change by the time you guys hear this i am still trying to figure out the botox party thing i would like to make it happen i know some people have have sent us um messages we're trying for february 4th but i have sent them multiple messages and they are not getting back to me i'm like guys take my money like <gasps> oh my gosh get, you know, re- that respond. always astounds me when people are not responding when you're like, like i have so much money to give you like 10 people <laughs> in to get Botox here like yes take my money call me back so it's still I we're trying to make it happen it's going to be ideally February 4th in the afternoon in Boulder at the Boulder location they don't there is a Highlands location near Joy's house but they don't offer it there they only they don't offer that party yeah for whatever reason I would definitely go my next appointment for my Botox is end of February but I could probably go and get like I don't know you get touched up you get a lip flip You know, I'm only laughing because I just saw someone on Instagram that had like such an obvious lip flip that I was like, don't do it like that. It's don't do it that obvious. Don't. Yeah, you know, I thought about it. A lip flip is like you just get Botox on your lip. So just sort of like, no, it just opens it up a little bit. uh, (laughs) 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 All right, let's take some other questions. How much was your round brush? Like a hundred, you said? It was a hundred bucks. Yeah. yeah. Which at Ulta, if you have Ulta points, it'll be way less. And then they also have some sales. So, you know, yeah, wait for I feel a sale. Like Ulta coupons come around a lot. All the time. All the time. Emily says, Joy, speaking of traveling before the summer, I'm visiting Scottsdale in March. Any must see spots? I mean, Scottsdale's so fun. Scottsdale is just fun. They have Fashion Square, they have a bunch of different malls in that area. Um, I haven't lived there in forever, obviously, so I'm not familiar with like the great restaurants that you have to go to, but definitely go hike Camelback. It is like one of the, I mean, if you're not in like height, like really steep hiking shape, don't do it because it's really, really steep. Like there's actually a part where you have to hold on to these bars that are like into the mountain that you're almost like rock climbing. So don't go if you're like scared of that. But if you are in shape to do do a nice 30 to 45 minute hike, depending on how fast you go, it is one of the best hikes and it's a great area and it has a beautiful view when you get to the top and you might see some like famous athletes running around. I once saw Kevin Johnson hiking the mountain who was a Suns player and I was like really excited. I was in college at the time. I remember being like, oh my gosh, that's KJ. But yeah, a lot of like really fit people. Uh, Other than that, just like enjoy the desert. So beautiful. Hang out, watch the sun sunsets the sunsets in arizona are unbeatable mo says claire would you ever come to california for a few days to surf it's cold but super fun i would i have i went surfing in san luis Obispo last summer for a couple days when my tofino trip got canceled i actually have a surfboard in my friend's garage in slow i love california i've surfed in san diego quite a lot it is cold but i don't mind being cold i love wearing a wetsuit in fact i got a really cute wetsuit for costa rica that i'm really excited about yeah the one that with the tank top yeah Yeah. the one that you posted a picture of It's, Mm -hmm. it's literally like one millimeter neoprene but i am scared of surfing without a wetsuit on because because I not scared. I would have to paddle back in like every thirty minutes and put more sunscreen on and then paddle back out. It's too That's much paddling. Right. 
It's too much. Yeah. I can't. I have to be fully covered. And so this one does have, it's sleeveless, but I'm either going to wear, I think I'm going to wear a rash guard on top of it, or it feels more approachable to me to put sunscreen, like reapply sunscreen on my arms versus like, I feel like I'm more, I'm less likely to miss a spot of reapplying. Like anytime I wear a swimsuit bottom surfing, the sides of my butt cheeks always get burned because my swimsuit bottom moves around. I know, but why does it always happen like that? I always feel like I get burnt. Like we always get right burnt right the by the, yeah. yes. I could feel like I could sunscreen my entire butt cheek and I would still get, because I do that. <laughs> it I always like happens under. right next to, yeah, I'm always like, just spray me I'm rubbing my naked butt and then. <laughs> don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. <sighs> um. All right. Let's see. A couple of quick questions. Hold on. I have to side note. Scott just sent me a photo while he was shopping of like a flannel that he's getting. And I love when Scott sends me like selfies in the mirror because he's so not a selfie person. So he always looks like he's so uncomfortable, like trying so hard to not to like have people see him taking a selfie, but he wanted me to see this flannel. It looks great. I texted back. I said, it looks great. Get it. But it always makes me laugh because he's always like doing this really funny thing. <laughs> Versus me yesterday when I sent that photo, I was like, do it. <laughs> I needed fashion advice. Yeah, I was, yeah. Room. She sent like a jazz hands photo with her phone. Yeah. Well, because I sent one to my other friend before and she's like, you look so mad. I'm like, oh, she doesn't regularly like regularly receive these that i'm just trying to not be a weirdo in a selfie yeah kim says my husband is terrible at selfies always looks like a mug shot <laughs> i feel like that is a feature of men sometimes it looks like they're always just like they don't know what to do so they just deadpan well it's almost like not to reference friend this whole friends this whole episode but it was almost like the friends monica and chandler r.i.p episode where she was trying to teach him how to do a smile in like for their wedding photos um same with sex in the city with uh um, Charlotte and Harry, like I would be like smile whenever he would take a photo. He would just make this weird face. Finally, I was like, "You have to smile." Like I don't know why you're being so weird with photos, but I think iPhones just make kind a of face. Just like I think iPhones kind of got people more yeah. f- uh, comfortable with cameras. Yeah, totally. Talk a little bit about about your brother's change of command ceremony coming up. Uh, okay, so my brother. <laughs> Hold on. I have to Google this because I always forget, which is horrible, but Google Jay Zara. Okay, so my brother is in the Marine Corps. He is at the Air Test and Evaluation Squadron um, in California, Maryland. He was just promoted to colonel in the fall in the Marine Corps. He's currently the chief test pilot for this Air Test Evaluation Squadron. Okay, so now... They are promoting him to commanding officer. So the guy who's currently a commanding officer is retiring. And my brother, who's currently the chief test pilot, is going to be the commanding officer over this entire squadron. It's this huge ceremony. Whenever there's a change of command, they like do this. I've never been to one, so I don't like, but I'm really excited. This is like a huge deal for our family. All of our family is flying out for this ceremony. We have this like big Airbnb. I mean, people from Arizona, like my East Coast family, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. It's kind of like a, it's almost like a wedding. So Thursday's the ceremony. It's like an all day thing. So we get there in the morning. I'll, if I can post photos, I don't know. It's very like, when you're on base, like taking photos feels very scary sometimes. <laughs> Cause they'll be like, I remember one time I was with a friend on base. This was ages ago with one, with an old flip phone. I took a picture of a plane and I 
security came up behind me and was like, you need to delete this right now. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Um, this is like way before iPhones, but that scared the shit out of me. So I will be posting pictures, but it's just a really big proud moment for us because my brother has been like, he's just, he's the coolest guy. He's the most hardworking, smartest person on the planet in my eyes. You know, I think about him as a kid, like being afraid of roller coasters. And now he's like taking over the squadron and he just, he's worked his tail off. I was talking to people in the chat before we hit record. Like he's one of those people that is just so off the grid, barely uses his phone to text. I've mentioned before, he doesn't, I don't think he even really understands what a podcast is, but he's one of the funniest people. Like, I wish he was on social media and I wish because he has such a funny sense of humor. But I'm just like, it's it's also so admirable. Like his life is just military and he works so hard and he just does such he probably does cooler shit than I like even can comprehend. But yeah, we're just excited because it'll be kind of like a part family reunion too. And seeing everybody and uh, seeing my nieces and my nephew who's also graduating from high school this year, which is like, I can't even fathom that. So yeah, so that's as of like, when this episode is dropping, I'll be attending that ceremony. But yes, I did find something to wear, which I will post <laughs> the day of. Super, super excited. A couple of people, we have some questions still left over from when we did a Q&A before uh, Christmas. The people want to know, and you talk to her more than I do, how is Mom Sandy? Mom Sandy is great. Mom Sandy has really gotten into rowing. So for the past handful of years, she has been rowing almost every morning. In a real live boat, in the water. Oh, yeah. Like in the water. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like with the, I can't remember the name of the club right, the Marin, in Marin County, but whatever. the Marin, yeah. So she's super into that. Should we take a step back and remind people who Mom Sandy is? Oh, Sandy sure, of is, course. When we first started Girls Gone Water, our original podcast, Sandy started following us within a couple of weeks. Yeah, on Twitter. It was on so Twitter, funny. Well, back when we had yeah. Twitter. And yeah. was just like, suddenly, here here was this woman. Like live tweeting as she was listening. To all of our yeah. episodes and just live tweet responding to us and we were like who is this person and then we were having a girls gone rx fundraiser and she made like a pretty sizable donation and we were like oh my gosh we have got to figure out who this woman is yeah come to find that she is the most interesting international woman of mystery like she really is the most interesting woman in the world and she has done everything dabbled in everything she is a published author she has like She's like a She's done everything. But by <laughs> trade, she's a lawyer. And so then we got into some hot water with CrossFit HQ Legal because we were calling ourselves a CrossFit podcast and they didn't want us to do that. So they sent us a cease and desist and she like next thing we know is literally best friends with the head counsel at CrossFit. I'm pretty sure that to this day they text. Yeah. <laughs> she gets Christmas cards from those guys still, which I yeah. love. I love that for her. Love it. So Sandy is in Marin. We've had her on the podcast multiple times. You'd have to go back into old Girls Gone Wild episodes to find her. It's been a long time. We should have her on again. Mm-hmm. We really she, should. Yeah. We used to go visit her in Marin. And then in 2020, her husband passed away from cancer in the summer of 2020. And mm-hmm. so she, he was very unexpected. It was happened very quick. It did and it didn't. I mean, he was, but he, it was less than a year from when he was diagnosed to when he passed away. And so obviously, having cancer in the middle of the pandemic and going through all that was really intense. So since then, she's kind of been like restabilizing, getting back on her bullshit, which includes now being a decorated. Yeah, she girl. got she's her like Somali. Tall, yeah, she's 60. She got her like sommelier certification. Like she just 
She's like always, shows her dog now. Her dog is like a yeah, yeah. She has a bully. Yeah, she's doing just great. She's she's living her life. So we would love to have her back on. We should definitely do that. Yeah. What else? The name of her book is Be a Bond Girl. Yeah. The name of her book and her website and all her things. Be a Bond Girl. If you want to. If that, first of all, tells you anything about her, but also like, she's just fascinating. Everything about her is fascinating. All right, let's do a couple of quick questions and then we will wrap it up. Okay, I feel like we've answered this question before, but let's answer it again. What is something you wish other people knew about you? Or maybe like another way to say that is like, what is something that either other people get wrong about you or assumptions people make that you feel like you, you know, you wish people understood about you better? I come off, well, I don't know how I come off, but I've been told like when I, like wait, you know, I've interviewed people or like a couple of people when I first meet them, they think I'm like really reserved and like hard to read. I don't know. I've been told that before. But then when they get to know me, they're like, oh, it's totally different. That's been before, which is weird to me because I'm I'm like, oh, I, I don't know if it's like an RBF thing where I have like resting bitch. I don't know. You know, or I'm kind of like not always aware of how I look. Right. Or just like an introvert, low energy thing where you're like not. For sure. Like. And I'm, but I'm less aware of that now because I don't, this sounds bad, but I just don't care. Like, I don't care if I come, it's like that whole thing of like, why don't you smile more? Like, I don't care if I come across like, that's like, this is just my face. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) This is just how my face looks. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty much like what you see is what you get. I think that about myself. And I think a lot of people would agree with that about me. But I think that I actually can come across as a little bit like more energetic and excitable than I actually am. When you first meet me, I'm very extroverted. And I'm very like excited when I meet new people. And I really get like, wow, that's so funny. It's almost like the opposite. Yeah, we're like, (laughs) we got to meet in the middle. Because I always notice that about you because I'll be like, you're like when you're animated. And then I'm like, but Claire doesn't like hugs and like I'm not a like, lot of like that all the time yeah 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 when I meet people I'm like so excited to meet them and I want to talk to them and I like want to like find out more about them and make mostly I want to make them feel comfortable like I want to be like hey I want to put you at ease in this interaction I do that 1000% actually with listeners because I feel like people get I don't look we're not that big of a deal but no, I feel like some I'm people like, that but but people who've been listening for a long time yeah I want them to so if you ever approach me and you're a listener I will go to the moon and back to make sure you feel 1000% comfortable <laughs> my codependence will just be right in there with you <laughs> yeah I I'm like that kind of with everybody I meet where I'm like okay I want you to like feel really comfortable in this interaction so I'm just gonna like meet you 100% of the way there yeah but yeah. And I kind of back off. It's yeah. funny because my coworkers are always saying like they have these really strong, they think I have these really strong opinions about everything. And I guess I kind of do. There's a lot of things where like one of my coworkers is so funny. She's like, I love it when we find these random things that you are just like really passionate about. And I think I brought this up a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago in a different episode. Like where bananas. <laughs> avocados, peeling avocados. She oh, was okay. like, it was talking about somebody was peeling an avocado and I was like well that's serial killer behavior and she was like oh I love it when this happens I love it when we find something that you like are yeah <laughs> against it's like a pop-up yeah yeah I'm like oh no you can't do that <laughs> they're like okay tell us more why not why is this thing like so abhorrent like I don't like it when people don't wear shoes at work or wear sandals at work and their feet are gross like gross feet at work big no-no so there's oh, a lot yeah. of things like oh, that. oh no yeah and, yeah uh, yeah so I don't know I don't know how that falls into like what I wish people knew about me, but I do think I'm becoming more conscious of the fact that I like come off as a little bit more eccentric than I actually am. And like at the end of the day, I actually don't really care. 
but there are some yeah. things. Where well, it's kind of like when I think about our, our Ireland trip, anytime we have a trip like that, I'm always making sure everyone's having a good time and always making sure I'm like, okay, am I talking to this person enough? So I will like go above and beyond in those scenarios. But for people, it's like more of like, not strangers, but acquaintances. I do have, I do have that typical introvert thing where you just really struggle with small talk. I would rather poke my eyeballs out than do small talk. Yeah, that's fair. Um, all right. One last quick thing, and then we will wrap up. Tell us about JT a little bit and how he's doing. Yeah. So as of now, um, so last week he had some GI issues. JT is 12. So just let's just put that out there. He's 12. We are very aware that his years with us are limited. We're very grateful for every day we get with him. He's in pretty darn good health, you know? So, but last week he had some weird GI stuff, just wasn't keeping his food down. And that's really not typical for him. So I was like, okay, I called the vet. I love our vet. And I said, should I bring him in or should I wait, wait a week? Cause sometimes you're like, I don't know if I should like, when do you go into the vet? And they were like, just bring him in. And then, you know, by the time I was like driving him to the vet, he had already kind of like perked up a little bit. So I was like, Oh, maybe I'm just being stupid. You know, I was like, kind of kicking myself thing was like a not a big deal. And when we got there, um, they did a bunch of testing, the vet was like, you know, I hate to do this, but we need to keep him overnight. And I was like, what? Like, totally freaked me out. Because they did these x rays, they saw some things in his um, intestines that they didn't love. She was like, we just want to pump him with fluids tonight to see if this clears. And I like freaked out because that like, I go, I was going in thinking like, oh, nothing's wrong. And I'm being an overreactive pet owner. But of course, then he's like staying overnight. And so long story short, that morning, he was about to go home, but he they had just fed him breakfast. She was like, literally on the phone with me, hung up and called me back like 10 minutes later. She was like, okay, never mind. We just fed him breakfast. You can't take him home yet because he just threw up. And so they did more testing, found out he has like an ulcer, some gallbladder sludge, just a lot of like really slow moving stuff in his GI system. So they... Um, an irritation from the ulcer. And so thankfully no tumors, thankfully nothing like lodged in his system, but they gave us a bunch of meds and he seems to be doing a ton better today. And um, so we'll keep an eye on him. Of course, I'm like so glad that I went to the vet before we went to Maryland. Like I, I can't even imagine this happening like while I was gone. So he's in good hands. Our dogs always stay with puppy razors while we're away. So thank you everyone for your prayers. Cause man, anytime something, especially JT, like JT is JT. So, um, I'll keep you guys posted. But as of right now, they said he should be fine. Like if, if they're thinking what they think it is, um, the meds should work and he's probably going to be on like a certain medication for his gallbladder for the rest of his life, just cause he's old. And they're like, this will help him. It's not going to hurt him. So thank you everyone who was sending good messages because it helps a lot. I mean, in those moments when you're just kind of like freaking out over your pet, you just want everyone else who has pets to be like, we get it, you know? <laughs> I know. It's so hard with dogs and animals because you're like, please just tell me how you're feeling. Please tell oh, me. Like, I know. And I want to explain to you what's going on. And yeah, it's so sad. Oh, and it's the worst because he was like, like when they were taking him in the back instead of yeah. coming with me, oh. he was like trying to go with me. And I was like, no. I like sat in my car and cried and I was like, yeah. oh my God. So, okay. All right. All right, that's it for this week, I think. That's it for this week. Okay, great. Well, you can find us on Instagram at joyandclaire underscore. You can go to our website, joyandclaire.com. You can email us, this is joyandclaire at gmail.com. Please visit our sponsor, Ned, helloned.com forward slash joy. Use discount code joy for 15% off your order. Thank you so much for supporting the brands that support our podcast. Thank you so much for being here every single week. We're so grateful for everyone who listens and for everyone who joins the chat and just for everybody who follows us and follows along. We will talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.